for today and I'm so so excited how today is just a blessed day I know I'm always excited every time I do podcasts and video for you guys but it's just a day to just embrace and to be excited and to be just anticipating that awesomeness that our Lord has in store for us and having that same mentality each day that you wake up is a good way to have that greater perspective of what God has in store for you and for you to just just take on anything, take on any challenges, take on any bombs that drop in your life or any doors that close right in your face, right? Like anything should not disturb your peace and serenity when you are united with God. Nothing should ever disturb you. Yeah, I know there's like chaos left, right, and center, but that should not ever, ever determine your mood or how you're pursuing God's plan and pursuing God's will and following the will of God. And having that mind power for God and united with our blessed Mother Mary and Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ, you are set for success. You are set for success because why? The enemy distracts, distracts us from our Lord, right? By trying to make us feel that we're so cornered with so many A, B, C, D, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, right? It's just so many things and that's just his tactic, right? We should already recognize that by now when we go on our day-to-day life, when we, for example, we have a coworker that's just such a, you know, and it's just, it's hard to just embrace that person. But, you know, that's why we all, when you have your focus on Christ, everything will follow. Right? If you don't have your focus on Christ and you're constantly distracted easily, then obviously you'll be easily distracted to follow where God wants you to go. Right? So be aware, recognize how the enemy works in your life through different avenues and vantage points here and there. So when you know that, then you know the strategic plan of the enemy. Right? And it's very easy to just be like, nope, get on my face. You're right there. Take your mask off. You're being on button in my face. <laughs> So we just have to have that right, right mindset and goal to keep ourselves in check and accountable so that when God calls us back home, we can account for every single day that God has blessed us with and with the time that we have been given to glorify his name and his kingdom. So with that said, thank you so much. I pray that you're doing well and always persevering in your faith despite of anything, despite of simply just the weather. Like there's actually a sister in Christ in mind, actually. She literally was already like telling me, oh, she doesn't want to go to church anymore today because of the weather. And I'm like, are, are, are you kidding me? Like, you're letting the weather determine your strength of your faith to go to church, persevering your faith? No, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, even using that example alone, just simply giving up on going to church because of the rain is already in a, in a distraction in itself, right? Like, the weather should not determine your attendance to spending time with the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, so what's raining? Dress warmly, it's cold. Or bring an umbrella. Come prepared. Therefore, when it comes to our faith, come prepared. You know, persevere in your faith. Do whatever it takes. Don't just only glorify God when you're when it's just convenient for you. Remember that. Only when you persevere in your faith, going towards Christ, when it's inconvenient for you, 
the rewards are greater. The merits that you bear are greater than ever. Always remember that, right? And God places those battles in your life for you to know that you've got this. You've got this and you will just humiliate the enemy when you win. So always remember that, right? Because as I always love saying, God permits those battles for us to face by the enemy, for us to be victorious, to humiliate the enemy, and for us to become better and virtuous, true disciples of Christ, right? Remember that, remember that, remember that. So whatever battle you face, you know you are prepared. You are aware, you're alert, and you're awake. So with that said, as I learned to say before all my podcasts and all my videos, let's get started. I want to ask you all the question, what is the nature and characteristics of confidence? What is the first thing that comes to my mind when you, on your mind, my friends, when it comes to the nature and characteristics of confidence? First thing, first thing, first thing. For me, firm hope, right? Not that artificial hope, but that firm hope, that super hope, knowing that nothing can ever, ever disturb my peace, right? Like, I know my bubbliness and this jolliness on this pop podcast and on this video is like, how, what, is this a show, is this an act, or is her paw paws like cheerleader, where, no, my friends, no. This is all, everything you see, everything you hear is all divinely inspired by our blessed Mary, Jesus Christ, God our Father, and the Holy Spirit, everything. Everything, this is all God's work. Everything on the screen here and here, here is all God's work. I don't take the credit for any of the things I say. I don't take the credit for anything I do on this video or say or how I am. I don't take the credit because I'm just giving to you guys and to God what's his and it's not mine. First and foremost. Secondly, going back to firm hope, right? Confidence is a firm hope. That's super hope. That is super attainable it's attainable to every degree to each and every one of us it is right it's not that ordinary hope where it can be what disturbed just easily by that degree of anxiety right our degree of anxiety is very day-to-day today basis however right the ordinary hope gives up easily right like yeah i have hope in this that this will win or whatever no but like the next level after that hope is confidence in our Lord, right? When it comes to having that hope, it's very important to have that key element of having your hope and confidence in God, which therefore concretes it and solidifies it into a firm hope instead of just a malleable hope where it can be easily formed in different ways and easily disturbed and easily changed so easily because it's so frail, right? But when you firm that hope, by having that support and grace of God, it solidifies it. Even though you may have doors shut in your face, even though you just have that wonderful, wonderful idea to just persevere in that journey, it won't disturb you because why you have your confidence in God knowing that, yes, a door will shut in your face by God and God allowing that to happen, but you having your firm hope and confidence in God allows you to see that perspective that God has something greater for you. Right? So therefore, having that attachment to whatever that thing is, whatever that journey was, holds you back 
and discourages you from pursuing what God wants you to go after, right? That's why we always have to be very mindful of the things that we attach ourselves to. If it's something that's toxic and if it's something that keeps on holding us down, weighing us down, then it per it's our loss because it prevents us from achieving those great things that our Lord wants us to go after, right? If you finally detach from those things, then you're able to just like tell God, okay, give me what you desire for me to have in my life, right? Like once you have that, then you have the ability to achieve greatness. And that's very important that we keep ourselves in check about that. Otherwise, we are missing out. We are losing out, we are missing out, and we are not maximizing our life as we should be, right? So always detach from those things that distract you and prevent you from keeping your eye on the prize of our Lord Jesus Christ, right? So therefore, when you have that firm hope and that confidence in God, you will never be hesitant to let go of the things they need to let go in your life. Because when you, once you let go of it, trust me, it will make you feel like a million dollars for God. Not for yourself. No, but for God. Knowing that there's something in store for you. The best of the best is yet to be unveiled for you. And seeing that is the best way to live your life. But if you don't have that element of our Lord Jesus Christ, God our Father, solidifying that hope then you're easily persuaded you're going to be easily fall into the world going after that what endless chasing over and over and over that endless chasing of temporal happiness that's what i mean when i say the endless chasing because when you go after something you get it you go after something you get it it's the same thing and your happiness will never be it will never be finished, right? Because it's just like you get the latest car, great. And then next year comes around and then you want something else. Like, right? But when you go after the things of God, that eternal happiness that God has promised for us, your eye and your focus on our Lord Jesus will never stop. It will keep on going and you will be having better things than you can ever imagine for yourself, right? So that's number one. Confidence is a firm hope, fortified hope, right? That's point number one. Point number two, confidence is fortified by faith, by faith, and persevering in the serenity in God. Despite of any danger, despite of any disasters in your life, despite of any life circumstances that you may face, it shouldn't disturb you, right? Like when you have that confidence that is fortified by faith, your faith will be more inspired to grow because of your confidence, right? They work hand in hand as a team, right? The more confidence you have, the more faith you will have and the more inspiration that you'll have to grow more in your faith. It works hand in hand. They work hand in hand and it's a continuous battle because the enemy wants to keep on disturbing that very much by trying to make you think look at you look at this quit game over right but don't hear don't listen to the enemy he's just trying to 
really disturb that peace and serenity of that water by trying to throw a rock in the middle of that peaceful water, still water. Allow yourself to be that still water united with God, right? Like when you take those nature walks and you just see the water so still, but obviously we as human beings were bored, so we just want to throw a rock in there and then you see these ripple effects. And it takes a long time for it to stop, right? So imagine yourself as that still water and try to remain still with our Lord, despite of the winds, despite of the storms, despite of the weather that may be right above you, right? But still remain that still water in your life. And there, you will be strong. You'll become stronger. Your faith will become stronger when you maintain that, when you persevere in that. Therefore, the more you spend time with Christ, the more you'll be able to have the ability to maintain that stillness. That stillness to be united with God, that stillness to keep on hearing God in a sheer silence, right? Just kneeling before the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, just, just kneel, speak from your heart, trust me, when you are fully sincere in how you speak to our Lord, tears will fall, God willing. Because that's how you know you're being fully sincere. You're not just kneeling there, just kind of caught up in all your noise in your head. You're really trying to speak to our Lord, telling him what you're really going through, what you're really persevering through. What are your inner thoughts that keep on distracting you? What's really bothering you? What's preventing you from going in this certain journey? Or all the questions you have, anything. Just remain still there, Lord, by spending time more with Christ. The more you do, the more ammunition you have against the enemy himself, right? Like remember when I talked about the ammo, right? The more you give all those toxins and all those weaknesses that you have to the Lord Jesus Christ, the better, because the less you do, the more hesitant you are in surrendering that to our Lord Jesus, the more you're just handing over right into the enemy's hands, as I said before. And you're allowing him to give him a chance to shoot you right back with those weaknesses, making you feel heavy, making you feel like you're not worthy enough, making you feel like you're not good enough to really achieve what God calls you to achieve. Right? So when you give all the Christ, you have nothing to give to the enemy. Nothing. No ammo. Nothing. No ammunition. Nothing. Right? So that's why the more you give to Christ, the better. Therefore, exercise what? Confession. Best way to do it. Because every sin that you commit, whether venial or moral, mortal, doesn't matter. It's still a sin. And it doesn't matter. Give it to Christ. So it's one less bullet for the enemy to shoot you in the face. Trust me. And the more you give to Christ, the lighter you will feel. The better you will feel. The more you feel a sense of ease and stillness with God. 
to have that clarity, to have that stillness with God, to listen to him when he's trying to speak to you. But the less you give to Christ, the less confidence you have, the less hope you have, because those sins are the ones that are weighing you down like an anchor to the bottom of the ocean, preventing you from hearing how God is calling you, right? So rise up to the surface. Rise up to the surface for our Lord, glorifying His name, realizing that what you need to do starts today and continues each day and doesn't stop. Because your career on this earth, your life's purpose career, is to glorify God's name and kingdom by bringing more souls back to him. That is your life's career. Right? I'm not saying like your job right now, okay? You can have like an awesome job right now. Great, you make this, awesome, okay, fine. But is that, are you achieving your life's career for God? while doing that job as well, right? So therefore we have to be very mindful when we do our job or when we go to school, you know, are you one step closer in your career for God, right? God has entrusted us with a life's purpose mission. Always remember that. Are you wasting time in the world having fun with friends every day? more than spending time with Christ, which one is it? What are you really prioritizing more? Spending time with Christ or trying to immerse yourself in the world by spending too much time with your friends, right? Have that balance. I'm not saying being, you know, an antisocial, no spend time with friends, okay? No, 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 I'm not saying that, okay? You can still have fun with your friends, but bring them to church with you. Inspire them to be inspired to grow in their faith right? Like you can go for church and then go out for a coffee or something afterwards. So you still have that balance of your social life and to journey together closer to Christ, right? Have that balance. That moderation is so important, right? So I highly recommend that I always love telling everyone I encounter in my life is to go to church together with your friends, your family, your special someone. If you're on a date, go to church with them. Prioritize Christ in your relationship, it could be with your special someone, family, your siblings. If you got siblings, I don't, so. <laughs> I My siblings that I have are the true words of Christ, which is you guys and those I pray with, that's it. <laughs> but going back, right? So really prioritize Christ by putting Christ in the center of your relationships. Once you have that off whack, then it's set for a disaster. No matter how perfect it may be. No matter how perfect it may look on social media, if God's on the center of it, forget it. It's set for disaster. It's just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. So take it seriously, my friends. Every single person you journey with, never forget God. Because when you have God in the center, it creates that bondage of confidence to grow closer together to God glorifying God's name and taking it fully seriously of what you need to do and keeping that focus, that focus, that focus, that focus. Otherwise the world's just right there and the enemy's just right there lurking for that perfect time to catch you off guard, right? So leads to number three, confidence is unshakable. It is unshakable, really, because when you have that firm hope 
fortified in faith, you're set for success, 100%. Because ultimately enough, when you are remaining in that stillness with Christ, the enemy is just going to be so bothered and so humiliated that he just can't bother you. Right? He can't bother you in your faith. He can't bother you in your confidence. He can't discourage you. He will just tell you, okay, fine. You just humiliate me. Aiden me. Leave me alone. <laughs> and the enemy hates that so much. Because it's already bad enough that like the enemy's already humiliated because God owns the world and everything. And God is is in full control of everything and any and any attack that the enemy tries to propose to the to God first before he does it on you, it is already humiliating in itself. Because he divorced himself from God. Pretty much. He did. The moment that God told all the angels and all the angels that, you know, honoring a blessed mother Mary is part of the part of the package deal, it's like, oh heck no, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's literally how they reacted because of their pride. And they just gathered themselves and left. And God kicked them out. So that's what I'm saying. Don't be those fallen angels. Right? Be that bold, obedient, abiding by God's will. Abiding God's will. No hesitant. No, 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 no resisting loud. No hesitating. None of that. When God calls you to a certain pathway, you do not, do not, do not, do not allow your confidence to deteriorate or diminish, right? Because when God calls you for something that's just exceeding your own, your own human comprehension, know for a fact that God gave you that mission and entrusted you with that journey that is so new to you because he knows you can do it. He knows you can do it without a doubt. So never doubt yourself. That's the enemy talking. Whenever you feel the sense of doubt, that's the enemy talking to you. Be like, hey, you are like a sinner. What's the matter with you? Like, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. There's no point. <laughs> right? Don't listen to that. I'm dead serious. Do not listen to that voice in your head. That's just the enemy trying to provoke you, trying to distract you, trying to persuade you to quit and to not follow the way God wants you to go. And the enemy wants you to make irrational decisions based upon your human emotions, right? When you base decisions on your human emotions, you are a separate disaster, right? Before you make any decision, you place it before God and you know for a fact and seek for the grace to know if this is what you want or what I want, selfishly, right? So therefore, at least the number four, confidence counts on nothing but God. Counts are nothing but God. It's so true. Confidence. When you have that firmly rooted confidence within your heart, nothing will bother you because it'll be like, no, I'm trusting God for everything. Despite of anything shut in my face, despite bombs placed in my face unexpectedly, nothing should bother you when you have that full degree that full attainable degree of confidence in your heart, right? And it will naturally radiate to those around you, trust me. Your friends will probably be like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear, or like, oh, it's just, it's okay, no worries about that. I'll be like, what are you talking about? It's okay. <laughs> it's not what God wants you for me, so it's their loss. It's okay, I'm good. I'm set for success, 
I'm good. God dodged me a bullet. I'm okay. Right? So when you have that right attitude, that means you're fully ruining your confidence. Right? In God. Not just in yourself, but in God. 110,000%. Right? And that's the way to do it. By surrounding yourself with the right people that are willing to support you. Now, people that will just leave you in red status or people that just ditch things without even saying goodbye or whatnot, or just ditching important things that need to be addressed. There's no point, my friends. There's no point in trying to focus on people who will betray you and people will just leave you hanging in your life. Leave it alone. Let God take care of it. That's not your job. If they want to be out of your life, then be out of your life. That's it. Game over. It's their loss. Just focus on Christ. God will give you the right people to journey with. End of story. Period. That should ne- People should never actually determine your level of confidence. If A, B, C, D, E, F, G people don't like you, that's their loss. Literally. Don't let that ever determine your level of confidence in pursuing God's will. So if they don't like you, they don't like you. That's never going to change. No matter how hard, how cute you are, no matter how bubble you are that's never gonna change it's never gonna change that's god that's how god created them leave it alone if they wronged you leave it alone that's not for you to take care of you just focus on your confidence and that's it focus on god that's it god will place the beautiful people in your life to journey with as time progresses in his beautiful province and time right therefore That goes back to the fact that nothing should ever distract you, right? Which leads to the last point, five. The fifth point is confidence rejoices even at being deprived of human help. It is very true. When you focus on pursuing God's will, people will leave you. People will betray you. People will backstab you. People will ultimately enough put a fake face to to you and pretend everything's okay, but literally they're backstabbing you, gossiping about you behind your back. It's part of it. People people. God can see everything. God can see the bigger picture of what's actually happening. So never focus on what people post on social media in general. I'm not going to lie. Because people only post the perfect things and how they want people to view them. But it's just on the surface. God knows what's actually happening behind closed doors. So whatever you see, don't believe it. But going back to my point is that we need to focus on the people that will help us, right? Despite people leaving us because of what we're doing for God, it is part of the package. But that should never distract you in your confidence because God is the ultimate provider for everything. God gives you what you need at the right time. When you ultimately have that synced in your head because of your confidence, When people just automatically shut doors in your face because of whatever reason, it shouldn't stop you. That's their decision. If they don't want you in their life, that's it. Again, their loss, right? Because persecution, that's the main origin of it. Persecution. You may be the best sweet person in the world, but there will always be haters. Right? When people abandon you because of who you are, it's bound to happen. If people abandon you because you're just doing what God wants you to do, 
That's how they are. Leave it alone. That's not for you to take revenge. God does a better job at it. Way better. God can see everything. God can see everything that was done upon you, even though it was not right. Let God handle it. Pray about it for sure. That they will be enlightened, ultimately enough. But that's not for you to take revenge on. First of all, it's a waste of time. Second of all, it's a waste of space, time, and energy in your head. Waste of time. And plus, you're losing out on time on really focusing on what you need to do, abiding God's will and God's plan. You're missing out on time. Tick-tock, chop-chop. Right? Every day is a day not to be wasted. Each day they focus on people that are not willing to accept you in your life is a day wasted right there. Every time, every second, every minute, every hour you dwell on people that are not willing to accept you in your life is a waste of time. If they don't want you in your life, leave it alone. Leave it alone. That's the best way to detach from things in our life that are toxic. Trust me, they'll come around in God's time to apologize for whatever it is. Maybe in God's time. Don't expect it, but just focus on what you need to do. They only come around in God's time, realizing that what they have done already in the past. That's just how it is. That's how life is, actually. And ultimately enough, when you're so busy on focusing what you need to do for God, it will attract the more people, better people, than you think were supposed to be good in your life. Right? So let God provide for you. Therefore, I mean in terms of the right friends, the right people who will nourish and support you in what you're doing for God. That is what I mean. Detach from those things that just keep on holding us down. Detach from people that keep on weighing you down, preventing you from pursuing God's plan and God's will. Because we need to keep our eye on the prize, building treasures of this earth. Right? Not worldly treasures, but heavenly treasure. That is our mission by bringing souls back to Christ, bringing the people back home to Christ. That is our that in itself is our heavenly treasures right there, right? When you see someone who's not even like a prayerful person, all of a sudden they're really drawn to pray more. That in itself is a treasure right there. And you have a beautiful way to bring that to God when the day comes, right? So take it seriously, my friends. Journey with those that are willing to follow you closer to Christ. Not with people that will only lead you more into the world. And trust me, you will be inspired to grow deeper in your faith even more. So, there you have it, my friends. Don't be afraid to be different. Don't be afraid to embrace things in your life that are just challenges. But to leave it in God's hands and let God take care of it. Because he does a way better job than we can. And trust me, it will come around. Just give it time. So, with that said, may God bless you all. And see you all soon in my next podcast and on my next video. And like and subscribe to this video. And as I always say, and on my podcast and all my videos, don't be afraid to chew words of Christ. Bye!